Hey, everybody. Welcome to Listen Money Matters. What's in your wallet? My name is Matt, and I'm here with Andrew. <laughs> What's up, Andrew? Sup? Nothing, man. Just, uh, just chilling. Yeah. Sup, dog? Don't do that. That doesn't even make sense. Dog? Yeah, sup, dog? Brah? All right. Well, we won't go into it because it's really old. It's so old. What are you drinking, dude? <laughs> uh, just water, man. It's early. Oh, yeah, I'm actually, I just finished my Bulletproof coffee. Hasn't kicked in yet. Uh, I'm still tired. I had a very long weekend. I mentioned this before. Yeah, you, you saw, like, a man die or something. I saw a man die. All kinds of excitement. Yep. Then that's so arbitrary. <laughs> like, what do you mean you saw a man die? I was in, I was in Washington, D.C., and uh, I was on my friend's boat on the Potomac River. Mm. And the Potomac River, it was been it had been raining for the past four or five days, and the water was rising up really high, and it was causing the river to run downstream, and it was like almost like white water rafting because it was so the current was so strong. So we were, you know, we had a power boat, so we were driving the boat. We went up to this dock, we we docked it, and um, we got off the boat, and we went to this bar, and we were drinking, and we look out, and everyone on the bar is looking out into the river. You see these two guys on a canoe and they're paddling upstream, but they're not moving because they are not fast enough to paddle the the, the strong against the strong current. So yeah. it looks like the boat is just go it's just still in the water, even though they're like paddling like crazy people, right? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden a fire truck pulls up and there's helicopters flying over the Potomac. There's uh like four or five police boats all in the in the river. And I don't see the canoeing guys. And everyone's talking to this one man in yellow on the dock. And I said, okay. And everyone like at the bar is like, in silence looking out onto the river. And I'm like, what the hell happened? So apparently like the, the canoe went under is what I heard first. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, because okay, I don't see the canoe. Then I – so I went down and I actually talked to the guy who called in to the police. Uh, what happened? And I said, what happened? He said – uh, I was watching these guys on the boat, and the one I saw the one guy clutch his chest and fall in. Damn! And fuck. I and he goes and he was kind of old too. And I'm like, okay, well, it looked like nothing happened. Like I, I mean, like all the fire guys and were just standing there, and like there was there was a helicopter flying around, but he didn't pick up anybody. And there was police boats, but they didn't pick up anybody. So it might have been just like he thought he saw a guy from a distance clutch his chest and fall because he just assumed he might have been like clutching his t- chest to take off his life vest to dive in, <laughs> you know, just to catch a fish with his mouth. Yeah, but he just did it really violently. So and that's just because he was trying to be cool. I, it, so I don't really know. But he said he had, he said the guy was older. And I'm like, all right, well, that you know, that doesn't mean he had a heart attack. But uh, so that was interesting. It, it stopped everybody in their tracks at the bar for, you know, about a half hour. And then we were like, all right, we're leaving. We got in the boat and we drove back. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was just a long, long weekend of craziness. Lots of drinking. So I'm still recovering. Uh, but that's, I, I know, people don't want to hear us talk about these long stories in the beginning. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> See, I don't know. I think they do. I think they want to hear about your... <laughs> they want to hear about a guy dying on a canoe, apparently. Right. An apparent man dying on a canoe. No. Uh, sad, but if we it, do if water it, if it happened. Mondays where, where we just hear stories of, of our weekend. Yeah. <laughs> this one happened to be crazy. It was crazy, but that was just one of the things there's more, but I, I'm not going to go into it. Cool. Okay. 
Good. <laughs> Good. So, uh, guys, before we get started, if you have questions about personal finance, including income, debt, budgeting, or investing, shoot us an email. We are getting so – I say that – you know, um, well, shoot us an email, listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. We are still replying to everyone, and we will do it until our fingers bleed, but we are getting a lot. So, actually, thank you. Yes. Yeah, you know, I, I keep saying – like, I think the last time I said it, I was like, oh, my God, we're getting so many emails, and it just increased – and know, I'm just going to say, like, I don't know when I'm going to change the, the verbiage. Like, stop sending us emails. There's so many. We can't like so take much it. To like so many much emails. <laughs> you know what? And it's funny because, you know, we're watching our the stats of our podcast rise. And that doesn't get me nearly as excited as seeing the emails come in. Same. It's to the, it puts to the like point real... where I can't answer them. <laughs> and I'm not answering them. You are. Because they have questions. Some of them yeah. have questions, and I'm, you know, I, I'm not answering. And it's this. part of the, the, you know, the division of labor. Is you it? do other things like everything else. Okay. <laughs> uh, so uh, the, today's catchphrase was, "What's in your wallet?" And that was sent in by Alec Baldwin. He he just sent <laughs> us an email, and no, that was, that was really kind of him. Yeah, it was really nice. No, uh, Patrick, listener Patrick, he uh, was on the show. Yeah. Uh, but they might not know that he was on the show yet. Yes, his they episode. Will. Oh, okay. His episode went live. I can actually tell you when it's. You going. can tell us. Um, but you I won't. You can tell us. All <laughs> right, but if you guys have a catchphrase, please send them in via Twitter at Money Matters Man. That's where we want to hear from you guys on Twitter and on our G- Gmail. Listen, Money Matters at Gmail. And where, when is when is this episode going live? Uh, I am looking. Really? Yeah, I'm I gave you looking. plenty of time. Dude, that was not enough time. That was way a lot of time. Um, so keep talking, keep talking. No, I'm, ju- I'm just going through like every day. Uh, he's don't you just see uh, it? Oh, Saturday, May thirty first is when his episode will go live. And there you number, have it. He'll be number sixty eight. Today, today we are talking about handling money in a relationship. So I'm gonna let you talk for a half hour, and I'm gonna go. <laughs> Because I do not have a relationship with a significant other. But you, you've been in them. Yes, I have been in them. But I I've... mean, did you guys go like Dutch every time you went out? Oh, oh, well, you want to talk about that? I didn't know you want to talk about that. <laughs> oh, no, tell you asked me. I mean, no, I I can, no, ask me. <laughs> let's flip this table around. <laughs> well, ask, I mean... Let's ask the guy who's not in a relationship how to handle money while he's in a relationship. And then you could ask the guy who is still in one, and then you could compare and contrast. So, you, uh, so I guess you want Dutch every time. Well, no, it depends. Um, I don't know. Shit, now I don't know. Uh, you know, you you sounded like you were a baller back then because you were definitely digging the debt ditch. Yeah, no, no, definitely. And I, I no, I paid. I'm not a. I'm not a. And what Dutch means is you split the check. I don't know if that's right. a, it's a common yeah. thing. Okay. So, um, no, like I dated a girl for four years and I'm pretty sure I picked up the check every single time. If it was like a dinner date, a date, if we were like going to the pizza place, for, you know, during lunch or something, I, I don't know, maybe we, you know, she would buy her own and I would buy my own or whatever. Yeah. Uh, we actually, I, with the girl I dated, we worked at the same place. Huh? Uh, I was her boss. Really? That, that, that's I mean, appropriate. Yeah, well, she was older than me. That that might make it less appropriate. I don't know. <laughs> we did do some dirty things in that office, let me tell you. 
From dirty no. But uh yeah, so we would like go to lunch together and I'm pretty sure I didn't pay for her at work every single time. But like we'd go out to dinner, I would I would definitely pay. Oh, if it was lunch every day, that's like the most expensive relationship. Yeah. Ever. Oh no, no, I couldn't handle that. Um, I mean, not the most expensive. The most expensive relationship ever, up to the threshold of marriage. Yeah. Now that, she has that. A, is the most expensive. Relationship. Right. So I mean, I'm trying to remember. Uh, I dated one girl, and I'm pretty sure we went Dutch a few times, but that might have been towards the end of a relationship. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know. So, like, out at dinner, you would go Dutch. Like you'd have a fancy dinner, and you'd and you'd be like, um, "Whoa, I only had two drinks. You had three drinks." You know what I I think about this? You know what it was? And I'm 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 I think I'm remembering this now. She was a very empowered woman. Mm. Woman. Ah, so she she didn't want you like pander to her or whatever. Yeah, I think she was one of those. Uh, like she was a feminist and was like, "I don't need a man to pay for me." That wasn't her voice, but that was what she said a few times. So I'm like, "Okay, you're only helping me." Right, right. Uh, but no, I. If I had my way, I'd pay. I, I just I feel Same. like that's the thing to do. So and uh, it's just like I hold the door open for everybody. I pay for my dates, and uh, but when I go out drinking, I make other people pay for me. Not not significant others, just everybody at the bar. Right, right. I'm so not, I don't pay. When for you drinks. go to the bar, you would be the the female in your. Relationship. Yeah, I don't. I don't pay for drinks. I don't know how I do it. I'm I'm very skilled skilled at that somehow. You you should teach us. That's like a frugal tip. <laughs> it that, is. Uh, you know what it, it's. I think you you. I don't know how I do it. Like I swear to God, this entire weekend I was in D.C. I didn't pay for a single drink at a bar. I, I think I get off paying maybe sixty percent of the time mm. if if like I'm with a buddy and we're like splitting. So not even. I usually get off worse than. Uh, well, this is not a relate. I mean, so. Uh, handling money in a relationship. Do you? You're married. Mm-hmm. Did you get a prenup? No. Dummy. <laughs> I know, right? Seriously. You know, I, I guess the th- the thought is like, if you're going in and you're already thinking you're gonna fail, like, then why are you going in? You see, that's where I'm gonna. I, I think even if I made twenty five thousand dollars a year, I'd still get a prenup. Really? I don't. You know what? I don't want. I mean, look. Let's just take the numbers for example. of all marriages end in divorce, right? Mm. So with those odds, regardless of how passionate you feel at the time. With those odds, you're dumb anyways if you're going in. I think that's statistically. I guess you have a better chance staying together than winning the lottery. uh, All I know is that... (laughs) When you divorce, doesn't the spouse some on the on get like half your stuff? I mean, they say they say half, but I I don't think that's that's like the true reality. I think it depends on the situation. Okay. Um. Obviously, if but still, your your threat your 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 stuff is threatened. Your your income is threatened. Yes. Uh. So it would be it would be wise not to divorce. Yeah, I think I think so. Um. So that's the incentive. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I just, I don't know that that kind of bothers me. And I, I, you know, look, I'm, I'm a cynic when it comes to relationships. So, so I'll tell you, to be honest, uh, I mean, I agree with you that uh, it makes a lot of practical sense, and I did consider it, but I guess I felt uh, at the end it was in bad taste. It is um, no, it is. It definitely is because you're yeah. basically saying, and it's whoever's the one that initiates the prenup. It's like it's, it's easy to sit here and say it on the podcast. It's different, like in, in real life, real, sure. Yeah. 
No, and yeah. I no, I agree with that. I mean, I would never. I mean, I would take a lot of balls for me to go up to the woman I was about to marry and say, uh, "Hey, can you sign this real quick?" Oh, yeah. What, what is it? <laughs> uh, don't worry about it. It's for a field trip, <laughs> like or something. I don't know. I just you know you can't do it, but you should. I mean, look, if you're really like above and beyond, like if you're like George Clooney or something, then but so how does that make it better? Well, because that's what that's kind it, of the it's argument. More, it's more clear. It's more likely that someone would be he's like, with listen. him because he's just George Clooney, or because he's just like rich or something like that. So, whereas like uh, n- neither me or you are that famous or important. Mm. I mean, we have big heads. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And Anyways. giant. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have joint a joint account? We do. You do. On top, is that your only now? Is it a checking account? So that's all that we have. Joint is a checking account. It's one checking account. And we've had that since when we first started living together, which was a few years before we got. Oh, married. so before you got. So okay, I didn't know you could do. You could have a joint account with anybody. Yeah, oh. we could have a joint account. Hmm. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. Hmm. I'll share. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't signing no prenup with you. I'll share your wealth. You, damn it! I'll share your wealth. No, so uh, so you guys both have access to the the account. Mm-hmm. She can do whatever she wants with it. You can do whatever you want with it. Right. You right. both have cards, I guess, some sort of a debit cards with the account. Yeah. And now, do you? How does that account get funded? Um, by me. Uh, uh, well, I mean, how? So okay, so um, we. We had two different approaches, and then I wrote about this. There was the first approach when we were dating, and it's actually how we're doing it now, um, where the account generally stays empty, and she contributes a portion of our expenses proportionate to how much she makes versus what I make. Okay. And then I take it into my account, and I pay the bills on my side. Yeah, I got lost. So, for example... um, the mortgage or AT&T, uh, like I will pay those bills and she'll Through contribute. your own checking account. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So what's the joint checking account for? Uh, a way for us to transfer money between each other. Can't you just give her money? So, yeah. So we, we, we had actually, when we got married, we joined everything. And so all the bills went against the joint account and, and we would fund it from our paychecks directly. Mm. So uh, I was all off of that. And, um, it was all well and good. Uh, but she, it was actually her idea. She wanted to separate it up because she, um, wanted to be more empowered with her earnings and, you know, take a portion of what she makes and save that as opposed to just being a big bucket overwhelmingly filled by me. Hmm. So so it was more ownership and, um, I guess, appreciation for efforts when she could do it herself, contribute and, and save and be responsible and manage her money. So I'm not really clear on why you have a joint account then. So um, the, like, you, the mortgage still has to be paid. So what happened? Yeah, but you it, pay that on your own checking account. Yeah, so, okay. so now we have a joint account so that um, she can transfer money into this joint account and I could pull it out. But why can't you just transfer it between accounts, between your own personal accounts, directly, without going through a third, a, a third account? 
Okay, so imagine this. Yeah. Um, me and you, uh, we're in a we're in a business relationship together. We're right? in love. Right. We're in, we're in business love. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, so we we uh need to spend things on on the business, like buy our Learjet or something. Yeah. Right? Our, our G five. Yeah. 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 G six. So, Sorry, there's a new new. Model. It's got to be the new one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So imagine how I might feel if you withdrew money from my account. Yeah, I'm not saying that you should have access to each other's accounts. I'm saying that when she needs money to pay a bill, you just send her that money from your account to her account, end of story, vice versa as well. So if if you say, hey, Laura, this week I need $500 because I'm paying the mortgage, she says, blip, 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 on the computer, sends you 500 bucks, and then you can pay the bill through your account. So, so that that makes perfect sense, um, except for the fact that you're you're married, so you wind up doing many things together, and you also wind up doing things for each other. So, I'll give you an example. Yeah. Um, I hate clothes shopping like so much. Yeah. Like, I, I so much hate clothes. I, shopping. I'm with you on that. So, uh, Laura likes clothes shopping, and so sometimes she'll pick me up like a pair of pants or a shirt or whatever, and something like that could go against a joint account. Or, you know, against... Uh, oh, instead of, like, taking your credit card and buying it or just yeah. buying it for you, just being a nice person to it, it, your significant other. Yeah, I mean, I just came up with this this uh, example now, but it, it's more... There's more to it than just um, transferring money in between. I, I, I don't know, but I just think... I feel like there's... It's a little bit too much to handle. It's like, why, why have three accounts when you can have each have their own account? But I guess it... Mm-hmm. And what happens? Like who over? Like who pays the the expense when someone overdraws it? That, you said you keep who, it pretty low. Who who pays that? That it starts with an argument. Well, actually, our accounts don't get that because um, Fidelity would not dare charge me shit. But okay, yeah. But I mean, for situations like that, it, it then is a discussion, you know, um, and that is probably the most important thing with relationships and money. I think is like open discussion. As opposed to then just occasional fights. I'd rather talk about a tough topic and have some irritation on both sides than to fight like full on over money. Would you recommend people have a joint account if they're not married? Um, You did it. So I'm asking if you would give that same advice to somebody else like me. I I, I start dating this girl uh, and – you know, I I would, and I think the reason is is because like up and until you get married, you're basically testing things out, and you know it's this like, is if you live with the person. Yeah, I mean, if okay. you live with the person, like so you're so why do you live with them before you get married? Well, you want to see what they're like to live with, and you know you slowly. Oh, that's add why. Pieces. I thought it's I, I thought it's for just like easier sex because well, they're right yes. there. I mean, they're right there. True, um, but so are their farts. Oh, great! Nice, <laughs> nice way to mix that in there. Yeah, it's definitely. I was not- I was gonna say like uh, hair shavings in the sink, or like they brush their teeth and they don't wipe, wipe wipe out the sink, and that could get annoying. And it's like move out, dude. I'm like used to hair in the drain and shit. It's, right. You know, it's part of part of life. Yeah, this is why I'm never getting married or having anybody <laughs> live with me other than my brother. <laughs> All right, dude. I'm I'm looking at you through Skype, and yeah. behind you, I see a, an empty wine glass, mm-hmm. and it's been there for many, many days. Mm-hmm. Because uh, you know, so um, maybe if you got married, that wine glass wouldn't be there behind you anymore. It could be oh no, it would be. In. 
That would be. <laughs> it would be. Unless she's a neat freak. It doesn't have to be a neat freak. It's just, uh, you know, you, you cover each other's gaps. But I don't think there's a relationship discussion. It. No, so this isn't. No, this isn't. Yeah. Sorry. I digress. <laughs> so... Um, so would you recommend them getting an account, a joint account before they were married? Yeah, because, uh, there's also trust that has to go into that stuff. Mm. And yeah, you have to, you have to put it out there, you know. What about healthcare? You can't get healthcare unless you're married, right? Like you can't share each other's healthcare until you're married. So, so we actually looked into it because I had awesome healthcare yeah. at uh, Barclays, and I could put her as a I could have put her as a domestic partner um, before we got married. Really? So, yeah, and so actually, domestic partner, and that was what uh, gay and, and lesbian people would do in lieu of marriage, and you get most of the benefits. And actually, actually. Financially, it makes more sense to be a, a, a domestic partner than get married because when you get married, they screw you on taxes. So you mm. actually pay more to the government. Um, but uh, yeah, you're gonna, I mean, do you know anything about that? Yeah, honestly, what do you mean about when you domestic get, partner? No, like when you get married, like why you get taxed more? I thought, I thought that was a tax break, and that's why everybody wanted to get married. And I know we kind of mentioned no, this before. No. No, no, it, they call it the marriage tax. Why? I mean, it's, it's not officially called the marriage tax. That's like what... Yeah, I got it. Yeah, so it's... It, I mean... Like, what are they taxing you on? So, okay, I mean, I'll give you an example. And these aren't exact numbers, because I'm just going off the top of my head. But say there's a tax bracket at $100,000, Yeah. Right? Um, and so if you may, uh, we did, we did mention this. Yeah. Uh, so I'll just quickly summarize like, um, where two people, if the tax bracket was a hundred thousand dollars, they could earn $200,000 and be below a certain bracket. However, you, when you combine the incomes, they'll set actually the bracket at like 150. Mm-hmm. So it, you would have to earn less to, to pay more, you know, I don't like that. Uh, I think pretty much everyone who's married does okay. like that. All right. I don't think anyone appreciates it. Reason number 782 why I'm not getting married. <laughs> but but um, in terms of healthcare, we actually looked into joining it. And um, whether it was through domestic partner, even when we were married. And because uh, she, she was working. So uh, it was actually cheaper for her company to subsidize her healthcare and get it through them. <clears throat> and me to do it through mine as opposed to join it. It would have been like uh, twice as expensive for one of us hmm. if, if we joined it. Because okay. usually the company will subsidize you and then very lightly your family. Have you ever gotten into an argument about money? <laughs> <laughs> Are you being like facetious <laughs> yeah, A little bit. No, uh, what I was going to ask is, do you um, – oh, god damn it. Hmm. No, I don't remember. All right, hold on. Like, have you ever had, like, an issue with money with your (laughs) partner? No. uh, I actually don't know what I'm going to say to talk about something because I friggin' lost it. Yeah, so there, there's definitely uh, – I, I think that's why it's important to have the, like an open discussion is because money is so easy to fight over. It like literally begs to be fought over. For example, um, we're, we're in our fictitious – or actually not our fictitious, our real business relationship. And you go out and you buy a dress with the, the company money. Wait, you know, uh, is that about me? Yeah, yeah. I don't – like, I don't – 
I don't wear dresses. Only my friend on the boat does. <laughs> I know. I know. That's that funny. <laughs> okay. You that. Yeah. No, but seriously, like she could go out and, and buy clothes and her clothes are actually generally pretty cheap. But, um, you know, she could go out and, and spend, you know, $800 on clothes a month and then that could be a problem. So I was, it, that was, that was my question actually. And you just, thank you for huh. going in that direction. Like, has she ever, uh, and vice versa, by the way, this goes both ways. Have they ever, have you, either of you ever come, I just hit the mic, come home with like a thing. You're like, oh, check this out. Look what I bought. A ferret. And you were like, why the hell did you buy a ferret? And like, no, you're taking that back. Like, did you ever have like one of those moments where it's like, I bought this thing and you're like, absolutely not. Go take that back right now. We're getting in the, we're getting in the subway for in your case and we're going to go take this back right now. So, um, I think. I mean, both of our parents are generally frugal people. Like, they're not uh, just going to willy-nilly buy shit. Mm-hmm. So we were actually pretty good. Like, we'll, we'll talk before any, like, real meaningful purchase. Yeah. Like, we, there, it's never happened where, like, she comes home and I bought, like, uh, like a robot or something for $8,000, you know. Where or are you getting she, a robot for eight grand? I, I don't know, dude. Like, to, isn't Osmo from Japan? Let me ask about, like, a car. Mm-hmm. Like, what if you came home with a car? A Tesla, so you kn- perhaps. So you know me. I would never have a car. You, you, okay, so I'll tell you the big purchases that we don't talk about are when I buy stock. Uh, like, so, like, I, I don't buy. Like, I, I bought my computer, right? Yeah. Which, so I bought my iMac uh, January of last year, and it was like $2,600 maybe. Wow, you spent a lot on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't spend nearly as much. I, I, I think it was about that because it, yeah, it was more RAM and Fusion. and Yeah, yeah. anyways, I, you got the discount, though, because you're a bastard. <laughs> but, uh, like, uh, <laughs> Sorry. My, my computer, like, died. And she knows, like, that's, like, literally my lifeblood, the computer. Sure. I right. mean, it's my work, so. That's I, your I porn, I get it. Yeah, my porn. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. So, I mean, I, I, but you've never had the argument where you know she buys something or you buy something completely, insanely, ridiculously extravagant, and you're like, ah, what the hell? So but just so, because your parents are frugal, that's why you say you've never done that. It had okay. to have happened one time. The, 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 the conversations aren't about things that are bought in thousands of dollars or hundreds of dollars. It's like uh, things that that happen on a more frequent basis on smaller amounts. Like we may argue over two hundred. Two hundred dollars, like so, yeah, it could be coffee. But if it's like you spend like, not that you spend four hundred dollars on coffee, but there might be like a month or two where it's like insane, you know. So it, it would be more talk along those lines. Like, hey, like, you need to cut back on this because I'm looking at the budget this month, and dude, like, do you really need to? Like, have you ever? I mean, does, your, does she spend a lot of money on getting her hair done? No, she actually does all her hair, makeup, and oh. she she doesn't like buy that much stuff, and she does it like great. So. See, like I, the only. Like I know women who spend like upwards of two hundred dollars on their hair every month or so. No, no, she'll, she'll maybe get a haircut like once every many months if she okay. wants to like switch the style up a little bit. But she mostly does it herself. Um, but but to be fair, like because I'm I'm saying things that I would complain to her about. She yeah. also complains to me. Like that's what before, I want to know. Before we met, I was uh, spending some money on Listen Money Matters, trying to do different things before we grew it. Yeah. And um, she definitely had the heart to heart with me on like, dude, stop spending so much money on the site. I believe I did the same exact thing. Yeah. So see, you know, all my relationships tell me to stop spending so much money. Stop spending so much money. Yeah. But that's the thing is it's like, um, 
instead of not talking about it and then eight thousand dollars later uh like a huge massive explosion like we're, right. we're always talking about it. so it just has to be an open discussion i just think i feel like it's a, just a it's always a recipe for disaster though I mean, if it were me, all right, and I were if I were ever to get into a relationship, mm. our money would always be separate forever and ever. Amen. <laughs> always. I'm not kidding. Because I do I think not, that it actually does make it easier. Like, I just do – I don't want to fight about it. I don't want to know about it. If you want to go buy a Tesla wife of mine in the future that I'll never have, then go buy a Tesla. But do not put yourself in debt because guess what? I'm not – like, how do you deal – See, I think we. Why do I feel like we've done this? What? Why do I feel like we've talked about like the idea of like inheriting someone's debt? Inheriting someone's debt. Yeah, so like it, like if I dated a girl and we're like, mm. hey, I want to get, I want to propose to you. I want to get married, and we get married, and she moves in the whole nine yards, and then she mm. goes, oh, by the way, I'm eighty thousand dollars in debt, and I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> well, dude, that's your fault for not knowing that ahead of time. See, I don't even want to have that conversation in any time. Like, I feel like it's such an uncomfortable scenario, and I, people are very protective of their like finances. And so even though thing. I don't think they should be, but like, I I would spill I spill everything. I'm, I'm telling everybody everything about my finances on in a public forum. But uh, <laughs> well, let me ask you. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Would Would you want to know if they had eighty thousand dollars in debt before you married them? It's a deal killer for me. So, so like, okay. So you, look. So what if, what if a, you're like? What if like? I'm like really super in love with this person and then they're like eighty thousand dollars in debt and I'm like, I can't marry you now. Look, Sorry, that, go and away. I, I don't think that's unreasonable at all. I mean, some people may think differently. I, I would agree with you, but here's the thing. So that means you would have to have a discussion to know this. Yeah. Well, and, it's the I first mean, question I ask on a date. Right. How much debt? Yeah, you just have. get out of get it out of the way. By the way, how much credit card debt you have and do you mind going Dutch? That's the two questions I ask <laughs> right off the bat. <laughs> I'm not serious about that, but uh, I am. When uh, Laura and I first started dating, I would pay for all dinners. Yeah. And she would actually pay for all bars. So I, I would never That's like, a good she would buy me drinks. And I, I love that. I, That's that a good trade off. Like, yeah. I feel like nice. I've done that before too. I feel like and that I, was I didn't a have thing. to deal with the bartenders and shit. I mean, like, if it was really crowded, I would get the you know drinks. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, do you have any, like, final advice for handling money in a relationship? Yeah, I because mean... Because I uh, don't. <laughs> Get a prenup, find out how much debt your date is in, and tell talk. them you want to go Dutch. talk about it. Yeah, and, and the thing is, like, uh, you want to know it. if they have $80,000 in debt. Like, the conversation doesn't start with you asking them. It starts with, like, you telling and I think, like, if you can be forthcoming and open about your oh. situation, then you can ask about the other person's situation. And I think the same way, like, for you to be able to criticize the other person's spending habits or whatever, you have to be receptive to criticism. Mm. Like, you you can't, like, say that they're whatever, and then when they tell you, like, you're like, well, bah, bah, bah. It, it, you is know. There any tri- is there any, like, tricks to, like, bringing it up? Um, we've tried different things and I, I wouldn't say like anything works particularly better, but we've done a thing where it's like every Wednesday night we get a bottle of wine and we sit in front of the computer and we go through the, the mint budget things uh-huh. and, and we, you know, say, well, you, you did bought this and whatever. And we, we tried you spent, that. 
Well, you spent way too much money on wine this month. Uh, okay, this is ironic. And and actually turns out um, when you're drunk, don't talk about money. <laughs> All right, that's another tip. Little or at least don't talk about money with me because, yeah, I won't shut up. Well, you don't shut up anyway. Yeah. Wine that's why we had no to make wine. a podcast because just the talk is we had to We had to give you an outlet for your <laughs> ranting. Right. Yeah. All right, so anything else? Any other... No, I mean, that's it. Like, just... Uh, be open, be honest, talk about it. Remember there's another person. Yeah, always uh, be considerate of others. It's it's not uh, straight math. What about for me? What do you what do you recommend? How do I get a, 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 a wife? How do you get a wife? Yeah, what do you, what do you, what do you think? How, how do you think I should get a wife? Uh, I think you should get one of those catalogs from Russia. Yeah? Yeah. A little mail-order <laughs> bride kind of action? That's right. Hmm. It would be easy. I, I think that could be an ideal relationship for you. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. It might be. Uh, Seriously, right. you, you, you pick the specs out. Yeah, yeah. It's like... Uh, Order in a specific color, oh, size. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. Boom. All right. Don't, don't get all sexist on me. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it, guys. Hmm. <laughs> oh, that's gross. Drinking your what? water. Drinking your water. Anyway, thanks for ha- hanging out with us today. And remember, if you have any questions you'd like us to answer, and we'd want you to send in those questions to listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. Dude, dude, do we have anything to like announce? I feel like uh, nah. all week I'm waiting. Oh, you know what? We should announce. We have like all these things happening, and then we actually get an episode of the two of us, and I don't even remember like all the millions of things I wanted to. Well, uh, we could mention, and this is going to be out in June. This episode, mm-hmm. uh, we we are we did our money May, so mm-hmm. we did 31 episodes in a row, including right. weekends. We are going to continue this format. That's right. We we've gotten like resoundingly positive feedback. We are we were planning on going to I mean we we started off every Monday, right? Mm-hmm. Then we went we, we I was like let's do 31 days in a row and see how it let's just try. Well, it. we right. we did 2 days for a couple months. Like we did 2 days. Yeah, and, we did. But and I wanted to stop ex- and Yeah, I wanted to experiment with the idea that we could see if we could do, you know, 31 days in a row. Turned out we could. Mm. And we're getting better at it. Yeah, and it's not. It wasn't as difficult as I thought it would be. So we, uh, I'm pretty confident that we could go 31 days every month. Well, no, every single day forever, or at mm. least I, I mean, I don't know. And plus, look, dude, like I commute to work, uh, and I, I have my podcast. Yeah. So I actually like to listen to podcasts in the shower and stuff. And uh, there's never enough like content. Like there, there are so many days where I actually have nothing left to listen to. You know, I'm actually so, at that point. I, you know, I just started listening to podcasts uh, since we started the show. So mm-hmm. before I would listen to uh, podcast Preston and Steve, which was my, you know, local Philly morning radio show, and they just turned it into a podcast, and that was the only podcast I listened to. Now I listen to a bunch, and you're right. Some of them are once a week, and I don't have enough to listen to. You know, like today, I have nothing to listen to. I finished everything in two days. Well, listen to Listen Money Matters. Nah. <laughs> nah. No? Nah. I listen to it. I don't listen to every episode. But I, don't, I can't listen to it. I can't listen to myself. No? I mean, I think that when, when I listen, like, I, I could 
find like good and bad things that we do. Try and like. Oh, I I would I would find nothing but bad things that we do. I don't. That's I think that's why I don't want to listen because I'm like Ugh, I, I I'm like I hated that. Oh, let's stop doing that. Ugh, that was gross. Oh my god, why'd you say that? <laughs> a farts. Who says farts on the on a podcast? Me. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm making fun of you for. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're gonna. I think we're gonna stick to uh, seven days a week. Every we, and we have some cool things. Maybe I don't know when this is gonna uh, launch. Actually, this is probably gonna be in June. Hmm. This episode, but uh, yeah, I, I said that. Yeah, we're gonna beef up um, the this financial life uh, segment, and like we have a few people who wrote us with like excruciating detail of their finances and like we're gonna actually get into the depth of it with them yeah so, and another th- no, another thing i mentioned if you can email us at listen money matters at gmail.com uh now more than ever we need the emails on what you guys want us to talk about mm-hmm. you know because guests that you might want to hear yeah from. If, here's the thing all right so since we're going to a seven day a week format one of the hardest things that we have to do on our end is come up with show ideas, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, it's not that we're running out, but we can we can we want to do the shows that you guys want, and also mix in the shows that we want to do. And I want to say, like lately, a lot of the episodes actually have been like pretty much suggestions from listeners because of questions they yeah. asked or or things they want to know. And so, um, email us. And like we will literally make an episode for you on what you want. <laughs> yeah, it has happened so many times already. If like, we haven't covered it already in immense detail, and although even if we did cover it in in detail, we would mm. probably do it again in even more detail. Yeah, or just kind of like riff on a, it, a different angle or a different something. Ang- yeah, yeah, we we need the uh, we want to make this. We're making this show for you guys, and this is why we want to hear from you. And this is why we love hearing from you. And this is this is why it gets me excited every time I open my inbox in the morning. And I'm like, wow, emails from listeners. People care. It's like great. People actually listen. This is awesome. It's not just you're not just numbers on a board anymore. Yeah. You know. And I hate that because it doesn't. Like I said, the download numbers doesn't get me excited. It's the it's the emails. Mm. You know. Even if you you know you know what you know what also gets me excited. Weirdly enough, the negative reviews we get on iTunes. I know that people are reacting to it. I know it sounds bizarre, but and I'm actually going to read one today. I'm going to read a negative review we got on iTunes because um the, I find these the most interesting, although I don't encourage you to leave a negative review, <laughs> but they are interesting. Encourage you to leave an honest review. That's yes. what we want. And you know what? It's funny because we do not we have not been getting like friends, you know, to like, "Oh, just go on and like e- like put up a review." There's some, but that'd be implying that we had that many friends yeah right and (laughs) my one friend i think he was like i don't have itunes i'm like well you're no help to me and i dumped him as a friend (laughs) said you're dead to me sir like if you can't review me on itunes we can't be friends we can't be friends no but everyone is leaving honest reviews and it's what we ask for and i want to read one on itunes dude now (sighs) this one is from Carrie Lou Who 2. A little Dr. Seuss action. <laughs> she titled it, I love it, ellipsis, but ellipsis. So I love it, dot, 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 but dot, dot, dot. I really enjoy this podcast. They've given me a ton of helpful hints on apps to use, books to read, and how to manage my money better. 
Love that they are from my generation and are easy to, li- to relate to. My only complaint is that the two hosts waste the first 5 to 15 minutes chit-chatting about beer and other topics not related to the subject matter. When they do interviews, they do a much better job at getting to the point. I typically fast-forward through the beginning of the through the beginning to get to the parts I want to hear. Lastly, I wish they didn't curse so much. I know I sound like a prude, but I'm just not a fan. Look, you're you're not a fucking prude. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I said god damn it like four times in this episode, by the way. Uh, but we're actually trying to track. not be, yeah. No, we, uh, yeah. I In the beginning, I think we were cursing. Like, we're like, can we curse? Yeah, let's curse. And we're like, fuck, 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 fuck. Like, just, you know. Well, you just ruined this episode. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just hit the threshold in one, in one sentence. But... Yeah, I, I, you know, I know not everyone likes the cursing, but you know, if we, it's just part of our, you know, everyday. We're, we're being like raw us, so I don't it, edit this. Yeah, I don't bleep I out mean, anything. All I, of I, our awkward, like you must have heard so many interviews that I've awkwardly interrupted and like, ru- you know, that's just how it is. No, you have what? Do you, what is your <laughs> what is your thing? You do this thing like I, I gotta ask, um, and then you go into the question. You always say like I gotta ask. Of course you got to ask. <laughs> you fucking you have to ask because that's what the show is about. That's what our job is. You have to ask. Well, now I feel dumb. And you know what else I do? I do it here. I'll give you a thing that I do. Uh. I say honestly a lot before I start sentences. And I, I had an ex-girlfriend who said, "Why do you say honestly before every sentence?" As if most of the time you're lying and it's only when you say the word honestly <laughs> is when you're actually being honest. Turns out she's right. <laughs> Honestly, she was a bitch, though. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a joke. That's a joke. But she wasn't that kind. Anyway, uh, so that's that's it as far as the reviews. Thank you mm-hmm. for leaving them. We we need more of those reviews. We like the reviews. They're good. Also, also, if you are listening this long, yeah. Uh, well, I'll, I want to throw in one more thing. Go. So uh, we we were talking uh, this morning, and uh, in soon like maybe in a month or so we're gonna try and get an email out that'll go out once a week and it'll just tell you like what is coming up for the week like what episode is gonna be what day give you like a little like brief we'll try preview i mean like we're, we're hoping to do that so if you, this is something you might be interested in you know among what? other cool things that we'll email out how uh, about subscribe. this i like this idea mm. so you mentioned this is an idea that we had we don't know if we're gonna do it yet we're gonna see how things work out and you know, you guys can email in your questions. You can email in uh, your, just to say hello, or email in ideas, just general like overall ideas. Like, hey, you guys should make T-shirts, mm. you know, or hey, you guys should uh, do local meetups in you know cities around the country. Yeah, and actually, we were talking about doing uh, at least an online like hangout. Yeah, you guys should do but, uh, live. Are you interested? Ep- you guys should do live episodes so that we can come on and actually answer or ask questions live during the show. Yeah, we could do like an an office hours type thing every day of the week at this time. We're available, and you just ask us stuff. We I we want these ideas, and the more we get these ideas through the email, we'll say okay, there's a demand out there for this sort of thing. Let's, you know. Boom. Execute. Mm. For sure. Uh, should we mention what we did with the Mint book? Uh, we'll just make it a surprise. Yeah, so uh, something 
something you might notice something if you go to masteringmint.com. Masteringmint.com. We have a book about mint. It's a tool that we use. It's a free tool, but our book isn't free. But go check it out. Enter the po- promo code podcast still. Yeah. Enter the pro- po- promo code podcast. Get five bucks off. I don't know if they know what a, a whatever you said was. Promo code podcast. Podcast. Yeah, that that's the that's the code. P O D C A S T. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Last but not least, um, if you want to learn more about personal finance, I'm like dragging here. So <laughs> such a long episode. Um, we're always writing new stuff, and I'm, I'm actually going to start writing again. I have a new one that I want to come out with in like a week. Mm. I have a good idea. All right. And we're posting up new episodes every single day now, forever, mm. <laughs> forever until. We perish. Uh, and we're, we, you can find us at listenmoneymatters.com and listenmoneymatters.com slash show for the podcast only page. You can see all the episodes. You can listen to them live on the computer. You can download them on iTunes. You can download them on Stitcher and wherever else you listen. We need to know where you guys listen because we don't know. Yeah. There's so many freaking podcast apps out there. We don't know. But um, email us. Listenmoneymatters at Gmail. That's it. Thanks for hanging out with us. And we look forward to the next episode. Later. Later.